Racing. It's green light, they're set to go. Green light's on. Set for a start. Kablenz is holding on. Cut glory for Kablenz. But it is all heart style Rico, and he is going to absolutely bolt the Melbourne Cup in. Huge news straight off the top on the Green Light on Premier Racing podcast this week that the champ Aston Rupee has been retired to start. Well, last week it was Kablenz who called it quits. This week, Aston Rupee. And we look back on what an unbelievable career he had. And as a racing fan, how good was it to see what, what Aston Rupee could do? He was, he was one in a million, maybe one in two million. Such an incredible dog. 42 starts, 23 wins, $605,000 in prize money. And what he did at Sandown Park on multiple occasions won't be replicated for a very, very long time if it is replicated. Just a, an incredible greyhound. Huge congratulations to Ray Border coming together with Glenn Rounds to the pair. What a, what a career it was. And I think as a, as a racing fan, we can sit there and say thanks for the memories. Now, he won a Group 1, but this run here might have been the best of all of Aston Rupee's performances. Racing, Aston Rupee speared out of box number three. Straight out to lead, Lakeview Walter is up to challenge a neck away. And then Xavier Bale third. All eyes are going to be on the clock early. There followed Nikolai Bale, then Johan Bale. A break back to Spring Cobra. Well, you're sensing a sub-29 here. Aston Rupee down the back, two and a half, Lakeview Walter. Then Xavier Bale. The rest headed by Johan Bale. But Aston Rupee clicks up the gear. He's chasing the track record now. Aston Rupee surges home, 28 77, wowee. What an incredible greyhound, Aston Rupee. Dual Group 1 winner, the Tim Lee, the Top Gun. The two invites at the Meadows, two of the hardest races to win. He was there in all of the big events. And, look, he may well have been a bit unlucky drawing awkwardly in a Melbourne Cup, awkwardly in a Phoenix. But we remember an incredible career. And with his breeding, Casey and all, and Aston Miley, I'm fairly confident I'd be putting money on the fact he is going to become a boom size. So congratulations to all. Aston Rupee now retired to stud. Run of the week. Well, speaking of Group 1 winners and stars of the track, it was Equalizer's turn to return to the winners list. Second up from a long spell, a, a, a career-ending injury potentially, but not for Equalizer. He's back, and he's back with a bang. Set for a start. Bad to go. Favourite on two, Equalizer set. Racing. Equalizer jumped pretty well to the inside away fast. There's Yvonne Bale going up quickly. Dafsack from the outside. Got across the lead around the first turn. Equalizer up to fourth. Go down the back straight and the leader here was Dafsack about two out in front. Over Gypsy Yankee. Three lengths away then came Equalizer starting run. One on the outside and making ground quickly. Diving back to the inside. Followed further back by Yozo Bale. Long gap all Lando. And Yvonne Bale coming to the turn though. Dafsack the leader. Coming out after. There came Equalizer on the outside. It uh, moved up quickly now. The favourite hit the front. And it's Equalizer first. Scary, scary performance, Equaliser. In trouble early, ducked and weaved his way through the field, and that is exactly what Equaliser can do. He still reeled off a, a 29.94. Absolute champion is Equaliser, and great to see him back in the winner's list. Inside Info. Well, a man who, I guess you could say, last time he was on the Green Light on Premier Racing podcast was struggling to win a Tier 3. He's come on the show, and now he's just dominating. Ned McDonald, how are you, mate? 
Cool, mate. Thanks for having me. Hey, uh, am I the good luck charm or what? You came on the show a couple of weeks ago. You were just plodding along, and I reckon since then you have been dead set airborne. Bellburn is flying. Black Sail looks like he could be anything, and even people get ready. It's going well. You're up and about. Yeah, no, it must be the good luck charm coming on the show last time. They've all turned around and um, started doing their, their best work. Hey, a bit of a bit of a joke going around between you, Matty Lanning, and Scott Brown. I think we spoke about this on the podcast a couple of weeks ago about drawing the red. And I went through Matty Lanning's last, say, 20 starts, and the amount of reds there, the colour just takes over the, the charts. It's, it's extraordinary. And then my good friend, Ned McDonald, I look at your stats uh, this weekend, mate. How do you feel about this? Two runners in town at the Meadows, Premier Racing at the Meadows, and you've drawn the red in, in both. Can you tell me about that? Yeah, learned from the learned from the best in in Matty Langan. So, um, but no, it's, it's it's very good. You know, you it's hard to win a city race as is, and to get a couple of box ones, it, it makes it a little bit easier. But at the end of the day, mate, they got to still be able to perform and, and get the job done. But it definitely helps. Hey, it's exactly right. But you look through Balburner, and a red box was overdue. His last five starts, he's had seven, two, three, six, and six. So he's done it the hard way. We'll start with him. Last start at Sandown, 41-67, smashing the field. He, he's one that's just slowly taking those steps, isn't he, to becoming a, a really genuine front-running group-class stayer by the looks of it. Yeah, yeah. So we we, um, we started him off over the 500. I got him off a, a good fellow, a good mate of mine, Jerry O'Keefe, that unfortunately had a few health problems, but um, he's come good now, which is good. But he offered me the dog, and I started him off in a, a Cranbourne to Sandown. Um, heat final over the 520 where he ran second in the, the heat of Cranny and then won the won the final at Shannon over 500 and then I thought to, thought to myself you know I think I'm going to step this dog up I gave him probably I think maybe four or five six hundreds I think it was four he didn't win one but he ran second in a 600 got beaten a couple of dogs he ran 34-13 hit the line like a bull and then we we sort of thought um, we'll go out to out the country we'll go 660 650 sale 680 Warrigal try and get his confidence up before I step him up and then what he did the other day was, yeah, it was exceptional. Must have been pleasing, though. Were you expecting him to go that quick first go over the 7.15? Because they, let's face it, they don't go that quick normally first go, do they? No, nah, like he was, he, he, he's, he's been screaming for, you know, a bit further. Like he's run at uh, Salem, Warrigal, he hit the line like he was, he was going to run the 700, not a problem. But like you said, the, you don't, not many dogs straight off the bat first 700 run, you know, 41.67. So it was, it was pretty pretty pleasing to see. He's drawn beautifully tomorrow night, isn't he? Mix four and five, race six goes at 8.14pm. You've got Golden Quest in box number two, who is a, a an absolute machine for the first couple of hundred metres. Uh, even led up at the Meadows last week over 600, was was ran down on the corner and then kicked back to uh, to beat Hilltop Jack. But that went 8.94 early. I personally don't see Golden Quest staying out the 700. So if Balburner can position up leaders back in harness racing terms, just sit leaders back, wait for the sprint lane, whether it be in, whether it be out, Oh, I think you're going to be mighty hard to beat if you can follow up that Sandown form. Yeah, the the Golden Quest is when I mapped out the race today. I was sitting down on the computer mapping them out, and I thought I thought that it'll lead for fun, you know, it'll get out. But if I can just, he's mad for the rails, Balburner. So if he can just um, lob on the rail, you know, a couple of lengths off, try and try and navigate way through, like you said, like the, like the harness, just just sit out. And then once once he hits the home straight, you know, putting the big ones, and it should be able to go past. Fingers crossed. There's not a dashing amount of speed in the race either. Taking out Golden Quest, so I think he's look. I'm going to make him my best bet of the night, Nettie. Is is that a good move? Do you think? Oh, uh, don't put the moz on me, but yeah, I think uh, he, he's he's going really well, and I think um, 
having the red box will definitely help him. Well, mate, I'm, I think I'm going to do that anyway, so good luck with him. But uh, he goes around race six, number one, and keep the red rug warm. Race seven, number one, people get ready. Flew around Terrelgan four starts ago, and then that last run at the Meadows in a 600 in this heat. I thought it was pleasing because what he did, Ned, he showed blistering early speed, 8.86 to the mark. If he does that, yes, he probably leads again. Yes, he might give Curator the, the similar type of run to what he got last week, but he, he's got to be a chance off the red if he jumps like that. Yeah, I, I, was, I was pleased to see him jump like he did last week because, I, I, I mean, going, going back to the start of Bell's career, he was a 5-0 dog at Sandy and he he got ruined with injuries and made it harder for him. But that 886 early, that, that's that's good. And we had a, the 10-day turnaround, which was good, and he had an injury, which we found, which is why I think he ran off real bad on that first corner. So we we picked that up, and fingers crossed we can get out, get on the bunny, get a bit of clear running through that first corner, and it'll be much better for the run, I think, over the 600. So you reckon he's got upside from that run last week? 100%. Be, if he jumps like he did last week and can get out, because he, he wants to use a bit of the track, so he'll get out, and I'm, I'm, it's not a good thing to say, but I'm hoping he comes out and cuts all the rest of them off. <laughs> Play dirty. He comes out, cuts them off, and yeah, well, not 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 trying to be, but he's got the red, which yeah. he likes. So I, I think he's had four starts from the red for two wins in two seconds, but he needs to come out, come out humming like 886. That'll lead that field, in my opinion. But he's got to come out, cut them off, and just get around that first band, and you know, I, I'm. I expect him to tack on. Who's the best of the two? Bell Burner? People get ready. Who, who's the better bet? I, th- I think it's Bell Burner, but judging by what you've said, I'm thinking we might have an each way play on people get ready as well. Better price too. I, I think I think Bell Burner's definitely because he's got the red. He, he's the best out of the two, but that, that blue dog, mate, I've had a high opinion for him mm. for a very long time. He, he, he can, when he wants to, he can seriously run some, some serious time. I know, he's, I know he's got a little bit of age. He's just over three now, but yeah, he... he he can run and having the red, like curated is a very, very good young pup. And there's a couple of bowls got a plenty of pace in the race too. But I just think if he can hold that spot and get it, get through that first corner, I think he'll, yeah, he'll, he'll pin the ears back. I hope. Mate, you've got a, a boom kennel. Let's face it. A couple of really nice ones coming through. Have a listen to the audio of last night. I reckon this one might even end up run of the week next week. Have a listen to this. Dr. Valentin and Boom Lateral last up front. It's Deep Wits in front. Got underneath Dr. Gwen. Here comes Black Sail with a run. Further back to Amlin Emperor. The leader was Deep Wits. Black Sail bumped into it. Goes to the outside. Got it. Big win. Big win, all right. Wasn't that a massive run, Black Sail? He laid into the leader turning for home, but he was just able to balance up. He almost came down, and then he runs 29.44 off at 5.27. Um... What more can you say about this pup, Black Sail? I, I thought he's running the heat at Warrigal. I called those, Ned. It was absolutely monstrous. And then he backed it up at Sandown Park. I think I spoke to you that night. You said if he draws inside, he's a chance. And, mate, not only that, we were on him on the green light on Premier Racing Podcast. So from the, the family, we say thank you. And, and what an excitement he looks to be. Yeah, I um, well, like you mentioned before, I, we jumped on the show early days when I had him in the, in the second start in the big parades at um, the Meadows. And, I have an opinion on him, but he just um, he just lacks that early. You know, he's a five five twenty dog at best at Sandown, but drawing the rails yesterday night, he could you know he lobbed. He's, he's very smart. He actually he doesn't seem to find trouble. He seems to be able to navigate his way through the field. But he he has a he has a serious motor, and fingers crossed, I can get him up over the six hundred and maybe even further. You'd have to say he and Belburner right. At the same point of their career, you'd probably say that Black Sail's got more potential to be a superstar stayer than Bell Burner does, wouldn't you? At the same point in time. Well, 
um, Black Sails by Superior Panama, and there's a sailor by the name of Zippin Kansas yes. going right now out of Panama, and he is a dead set freak. Not not comparing because you know it's it's a bit hard to compare the pair, but I'm hoping Black Sail can slowly step up and step up, and you know we can go some five fifties at Ballarat into some six hundreds, and then six sixties, and then we you know just push his just push his buttons a little bit by little bit by bit, and you know take our time and yeah fingers crossed I'd love to have another start it seems to be the, the trend in my kennel they seem, they seem to all want 700 well mate you must be training them hard and, and, and getting them working hard because they do they just hit the line don't they and you also got under arrest who started in that series you touched on was placed at Terrelgan behind Black Sail and got pretty close on that occasion now he's by Superior Panama sweet it is so well, mate like you just said he, he would have to be a stayer in the making and hang on a second I'm going to throw the form guide at the computer here Nettie have you got the red again on Sunday yeah, believe it or not, oh. he's, 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 got, he's got the red too. Matty Lanigan, more than I think that one tipped him over the edge the other day. I can't believe this, Fresh. mate. I cannot. And Fresh he's probably going to win it too, isn't he? Oh, he, he he's he's actually his last two starts. He he won at the Meadows. It wasn't much time, but he he had to work hard. He, he's he's very green. Like he he's super green, and he had to he had to sort of think about which way he was going to go around the around the um the seven in that race, and he he. he he hits the line. He actually, believe it or not, his run home times are as good as Black Sail. Black Sail's yeah. got that got that dash through the mid, but the under arrest can seriously. He he's 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 going to be an out now stayer, I think. I was going to say, if you troll them one out under arrest, let's say stand down five fifteen, the pair. What do you reckon overall would be between under arrest and Black Sail? Probably not that much. No, not that much because he, he he thrives on the he thrives on the clear room um, under arrest. But I think yeah, Black Sail would break his heart down the back. I reckon because you know him him not having to navigate through dogs, he he could he could he can cut out some time through their middle sections. But the other dog would tack on and he'd do his best work. Like, hey mate, we're going to adopt all of your kennel on the green light on Premier Racing podcast, and we're going to follow them closely because I think you're in for a very big twelve months, and we hope so as well, mate. Hopefully, a Group One beckons in in one of these great staying races here in Victoria as well. So, again, thanks for coming on the show. I think we're going to just bet on all of your dogs this weekend. Simple as that, and hopefully they all win. Fingers crossed, mate. Thanks for having me. Saturday's preview. Saturday night racing at the Meadows, and I think we've got a, a whole lot of winners for this program. First race set to bounce at 6.29. We heard from Nelly McDonald. He's given us a tip for a few, so I think we'll include those. Starting with race one, we'll go one runaway miss on top. Strong win last week, just in, in a really nice vein of form. I think it'll be hard to beat in the first. Race one, number one. Race two, we're going four dynamic prints down the track last time in the Shepparton Cup. Had no luck at all. Start prior, gets within a length of Ferdinand Boy going 24.89 himself at Shepparton, which is a, a dashing run. So number four in race two, Dynamic Prince on top. Race number three, I'm going with four, Fernando's Quest. The speed to lead coming back in trip again. I think that's the key for this dog. Had a, a stint over the 700s, raced well, led up recently in the group one where Mapunga Ruby was too good, the superstayers. Then went well at Shepparton, just found the 6.50 a shade too long. And then maybe just a little bit... Uh, a little bit flat for that Sandown part run back to 600 uh, on the 17th. So I just think second run back at 600, he might be right to show that early burn and lead all of the way. Race four, the unbeaten Amron boy faces almost, I think, fair to say, his toughest assignment. But with what he's done in four starts, he is going to be mighty hard to beat. Race four, number one, Amron boy. 
Race number five. Now, this being a, a bit of a tricky race, Shanlin Kim, I think, is going to develop into a very nice 600-plus dog. So I think from box number four, yes, she's going to need some luck, but I think she'll be thereabouts. Race five, number four for Emma Bowles and Lockie Scott there. Avid listeners of the show, so good luck, guys, with Shanlin Kim jumping from box number four. Race six, well, Ned McDonald pretty much gave us the tick, didn't he, for uh, Balburner. He's the best bet of the night. Each way, best bet of the night. Race six, number one, Balburner. Think he'll lob leaders back, as we as we heard uh, in the chat with Nettie McDonald. I think the, the two leads, if Balburner sits second, if he can reproduce his win at Warrigal or the win at Sandown last time, he's going to be too strong. Race six, number one. Race seven will follow the Nick McDonald train, stopping all stations, going with one, people get ready. Good to hear... They found a little niggle, and he might just have a little bit of upside. If he can begin like he did last week, I think he can be thereabouts again. Over then to race number eight, we're going with one, keep it black. Return to the winner's list from the red last time at Sandown Park. Drawn nicely, just loves the inside draw, so that's the key. Race eight, number one. I think Baruga Smoke's going to go well. It's, it's a deep race, the eighth event of the night. Race number nine, going for Xavier Bale, maybe just coming back a little bit in class. That might be the difference. Race 10, I'm going three, Jungle Panther. He can be a bit touchy early, but by G, he's got a big motor when he gets it right. Race 10, number three. And then to round out race 11, going with seven, Paint Peeler. She'll get back and run on, but she will hit the line hard. And race 12, it's number one, Orson Avery. Four starts ago at Horsham in a heat of the cup, goes around at $85 and gets within five lengths, four and three-quarter lengths of the eventual Horsham Cup winner, Typhoon Sammy. So that's not a bad form line. I think we'll play each way, Orson Avery at an each way price in the last. Well, that wraps up this edition of the Green Light on Premier Racing podcast. It's been good fun having a chat and reminiscing on uh, the great days of Aston Rupee. Nick McDonald steered us into a winner or two, I think. So safe travelling punters. Uh, happy punning as always. I'll chat to you next week for the Sandown Park preview next Wednesday. 